Whenever we come across um, well-credentialed, fascinating people here in Victoria, we immediately book them in for a bit of a chat. And uh, when we came across the name of Dr Angela Dos Santos, Australia's first neurologist of Aboriginal heritage, working at a stroke physician at Alfred Health and the Royal Melbourne Hospital, we immediately decided we wanted to have a conversation with her. She recently joined Ambulance Victoria's Victoria Stroke Telemedicine Service as a consultant. And she joins you now. Dr. Dos Santos, good morning and good to meet you. Nice. Uh, good morning, Virginia. Uh, nice to chat and thanks for having me. Chat and thanks for having me. How did you get into neurology? Um, that's a, a story that essentially traces back to my intern year working at Westmead Hospital when a patient um, of approximately 45 years of age had presented with an acute stroke. Um, she was unable to move one entire side of her body and within minutes of giving her the clot-busting uh, drug called thrombolysis, we were able to fully reverse her symptoms. Uh, after that, I, I felt like a superstar. <laughs> a doctor, superstar. You, you know, it was just a fantastic um, outcome for this woman and, and I just I just want to hopefully be able to continue to do this throughout my career. Tell us about Ambulance Victoria's Victoria Stroke Telemedicine Service because we've all seen the stroke vans that go, mm. you know, roaring around town uh, yeah. with the, the acronym on the side. But is there now a phone line that we can call for, for immediate service? So how it, happen, how it works essentially is when, when you're having a stroke um, and you, you present to your regional hospitals, so regional hospitals within Victoria, mm. um, essentially they, they are able to set up then a telecommunication system which... Um, allows the patient to be examined by a neurologist who is um, sitting within an area in Melbourne city centre or wherever they happen to live, so they're usually at home. And essentially they can then video with the patient and examine them and then also be able to review their images that have been done in their local hospital. And so when, when that occurs simultaneously, then very fast, rapid decisions can be made about treatment and then hopefully that patient can be treated in a very timely fashion because the most important thing with stroke is being able to be treated as soon as possible because every sort of minute that you're not treated, ongoing damage is occurring in the brain. So it's important to present to hospital as quickly as possible and be able to get treated as quickly as possible. So I guess that allows expert uh, consultation in a very timely fashion for these regional hospitals that may not have a stroke neurologist on site. That's brilliant. On site. That's brilliant. And so you can you can consult down the line and get those uh, critical clot-busting drugs into them. How much faster? Oh, by hours, hours and hours. I mean, if you're, say, for example, in Ballarat and, and you don't have a person who's experienced within stroke, they, they might then have to wait for a radiologist to interpret the scans, which obviously being a stroke neurologist, we're, we're highly trained at being able to interpret those stroke scans. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to wait for the radiologist. I can look at the scans immediately and we can treat immediately. So this is all happening in less than sort of 20 minutes of that patient arriving into hospital, which is, you know, the, the, the kind of the gold standard should be in under 30 minutes of a patient sort of presenting to hospital, they should be yeah. treated. Um, so if you had then had to wait for the radiologist to interpret the scans, and they then consult the emergency doctor who then is able to treat the patient. I mean, that's delays of minutes to hours. That's amazing. And is the system working? Do all of these hospitals, you know, large, small and regional, are they aware that your service exists? Oh, and do they, do they get onto you as soon as possible? <laughs> yeah, uh, certainly. I mean, I think um, May was one of our busiest months. Um, 325 patients were called through to the VST service. I mean, I think that it's... it's it's 
thankfully um, most of this time the system works absolutely perfectly. There might be one or two days where the video drops out, but then you can quickly make a phone call, so it's not not an issue. We're always able to, to review the images, which is the most important part, and being able to make decisions. And I think it's it's more than just it becomes more than just a stroke service. It becomes a very um, precise neurological consultation service when you're able to assess the patient via video, discuss the uh, symptoms with the consulting doctor on the floor mm -hmm. and then also have nice conversations with the family around the bed because obviously the family are able to see you and talk with you as well so you're able to explain the situation in a, um, in a comfortable um, scenario in the hospital um, and answer any questions that family members might have. Tell us about where you come from. You come from Nambucca Heads, is that right? Yeah, Nambucca Heads, um, nice coastal town. It's um, now known as Nambucca Heads. It is Gombangi country, um, which is where I grew up. Mm -hmm. And my, my family um, is also from Quiamble country, which is uh, northern New South Wales, um, up, up near um, Ashford. Um, so I, I grew up there until I was 17, and I moved to Sydney to do medicine. And it was always to improve health outcomes for Indigenous Australians that you went into medicine, I understand, Angela. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're, it's, we're a very small uh, population in Australia, only 3.5% of, of, of Australia's average of true state islander, but, you know, we sometimes see some very alarming statistics um, about the, um, that relate to the poor um, health outcomes of Aboriginal people and, and Torres Strait Islander people and I think it's really important that Aboriginal doctors are able and um, are power, empowered and are able to get through to important positions such as doctors to be able to try and help um, improve those outcomes and, and change, just absolutely change the narrative. Well, I think the the story that you're telling us about that new um, telehealth approach is, is really quite brilliant. I, I'm glad to know about it and I guess it, it just gives you a greater sense of assurance that if that happens to you or someone you know and love mm -hmm. and you're not in a big city hospital, there's still a networked service that can work for you. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, and I just hope that it continues on. I mean, I'm sure that you're aware that with COVID-19 there's been a lot of telehealth um, rolled out, yeah. um, which, is, which has been fantastic. I just hope that it's able to stay around because um, it really does make a huge difference. I think it's important that people can access specialist care regardless of where they live in, in Australia, mm -hmm. um, not just in Victoria, you know, some small regional communities or, or rural and, uh, remote, and uh, remote Aboriginal communities. I mean, they should get access to specialist care just as much as anybody else living in the city, as, as you said. So, I mean, I think it's, it's really important that telehealth continues to be um, that's something that we really try to push for and um, prioritise going forward, having sure that making sure that there's infrastructure in those smaller communities to be able to support the telehealth um, scenario is, is vital, I think, in improving yeah. um, health outcomes. Um, we've, we've all seen that in so many different ways. It's been one of the very few silver linings of COVID-19. Yeah. Dr. Dos Santos, really good to talk to you. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your time. Okay, Dr. Bye. Angela Dos Santos, Australia's first neurologist of Aboriginal heritage. And if you uh, were feeling perhaps a little worried about, you know, those you know who might be stroke risk out in smaller areas with little and regional and under understaffed hospitals, there is that uh, nationwide service, uh, the stroke telemedicine service that will be deployed by that hospital, which is great news.